Deer found her. As you know, there's no blueprint for entrepreneurship. You wear so many hats, you burn the midnight oil, you pour your heart and soul into everything that you do. But without a doubt, the journey is worth every single second that you put into it. I'm Lindsay Pinchuk, host of the Deer Found Her podcast. I say this because I've lived it for over a decade. I started my first company with $500 in my pocket and a baby in my belly. I grew it and I sold it all. This podcast is my weekly letter to you. We'll talk all things starting, growing, nurturing, and in some cases, even selling a business. Together with some of my closest contacts, I'm here to help you find your own success, whatever that means to you. The ride as a founder is the ride of your life. So come on in and join me for another episode that will get you one step closer to reaching your own founder goals. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Founder. Today I'm talking to Elizabeth Gore, co-founder of Hello Alice, a free platform serving more than 1 million small business owners across the United States. You're going to want to take out a pen and paper and take some notes because Hello Alice is an amazing resource for all of you. But before we get into today's episode, I'm your host, Lindsay Pinchuk, and I've been building brands for nearly 25 years. With just a $500 investment, I founded, built, and sold a seven-figure business that reached 3 million people per month. This podcast is my twice-weekly letter to you to inspire you to find success through your own entrepreneurial endeavors. This show is the one that I wanted 13 years ago when I myself became a female founder by accident. If there is anything that you want to hear about or anything that you want me to share to help you get you through your own journey, I invite you to reach out. Simply email me or send me a DM at Lindsay Pinchuk. And if you're inspired by today's episode, I invite you to share it. Text it to a friend or share it in your stories. If you tag me at Lindsay Pinchuk or Dear Found Her, I will absolutely come and say hi. And as always, if you like what you're hearing, we would love it if you left us a five-star rating or a review as that's how other entrepreneurs discover our show and the incredible stories that we share here. So today's guest, Elizabeth Gore, serves as a co-founder and as the co-founder and president of Hello Alice, the small business platform helping over 1 million small and medium businesses access equitable capital by providing resources for funding, networks, and services. Elizabeth previously served as entrepreneur-in-residence at Dell Technologies, where she drove initiatives to support Dell's goals of helping small and medium businesses scale and prosper while fueling the expansion of global entrepreneurship. She is the Emeritus Chair of the United Nations Global Entrepreneurs Council and previously served the UN for nearly a decade at the UN Foundation as Vice President of Global Partnerships, where she founded strategic grassroots efforts like Nothing But Nets, Girl Up, and Shot at Life. People Magazine named her one of its top 100 extraordinary women. Fast Company called her one of the most creative people in business, and she was named one of Entrepreneur Magazine's Women to Watch. New majority owners face persistent and glaring disparities when securing capital, which prevents them from growing their companies, reaching their full business potential, and supporting their communities. Elizabeth Gore and her company, Hello Alice, works to help increase access for this community. Please come on in and meet one of the biggest small business advocates I've ever met, besides myself, Elizabeth Gore. Today on Dear Found Her, we have Elizabeth Gore, who is the co-founder and president of a company called Hello Alice. And as you will hear her describe and talk about, you will 
recognize why I wish that Hello Alice existed when I started Bump Club 13 years ago. Because not only do we have a founder on today's episode, we have a founder who has a resource and solution for all of you. So Elizabeth, welcome to Dear Founder. I'm so happy to be here. I'm thrilled. Thank you so much for your time. And I mean, I was just blown away when I was sent your, in, sent your information. And I do, I, I mean, when I say that, I wish that Hello Alice existed 13 years ago. And so I am just so excited to dive in and hear all about it. But first and foremost, I'd love for you to kind of share your story with us and how it is that you founded this company. Oh, thank you. And howdy to everyone listening. And um, Lindsay, thanks for your leadership. Uh, We all need more of you you. uh, to to guide us and uh, whether it's business or babies or boyfriends, (laughs) we need it. Um, So I am originally from Texas, uh, where I grew up on a cattle ranch and um, had the great opportunity to be the first woman in my family to graduate from college where I went to A&M. And um, studied cattle actually. So which has nothing to do with my life right now, except I do a lot of herding cats, I guess. But, um, but my, my actually, my career, career one was actually humanitarian. So I had the great opportunity um, to join the U.S. Peace Corps and serve overseas. And then I worked alongside the United Nations for 10 years at the UN Foundation. And while I was in both those service roles, I got really obsessed with how important it is, particularly for women, to to be able to earn an income and own their own business. And so um, while it wasn't my my main focus, uh, while with the UN and Peace Corps, I just saw it around me, whether I was in Latin America, or I was on the continent of Africa in different countries, and uh, where women didn't have either the rights or the ability or the access to uh, have their own business, you just wouldn't would see the community wouldn't thrive, uh, particularly as resources like the UN or others would leave. Um, if there wasn't like a strong micro economy going on, you just wouldn't see it. So it just became a passion of mine for professionally, personally. Um, And when I started focusing back in the United States, I was super shocked how hard it is um, to start a business here. And and particularly if you're underrepresented in some way, if you're a woman or person of color, or maybe you're a U.S. veteran, or you live in a small rural environment. Um, And so I... uh, I started to really think through and study entrepreneurship and investing and had the great opportunity to get to know Michael Dell and um, ended up going to work at Dell Technologies. And my my job there was to understand how we could use um, Dell's technology to help the small business community. And Michael's incredibly uh, passionate, like me, about small business and how important it is. Uh, but I could not get over the notion that women were receiving so little funding, whether it was venture capital, bank loans. And I met uh, my now co-founder, Carolyn Rods, in this process. And uh, she's uh, this incredible Latina co-founder, uh, three-time entrepreneur. And she really pivoted my mindset. She really saw this as an opportunity because she was like, well, if if you know, economists, bankers, investors are leaving out half the population, wouldn't that be a great opportunity for us to step in? And I just love the way she looked at this. I was looking at it as a massive problem. She saw it as a massive opportunity. 
So uh, we, skipping way ahead, we collectively um, got to know each other and over time uh, developed the notion of Hello Alice, which is use, utilizing data to give you counsel and advice to both for your financial health and access to capital for your small business. So um, we launched this iteration of our software in May of 17. And Carolyn's my technical co-founder. I'm the more sales finance person. And gosh, fast forward all these years, um, we have uh, 1.2 million small business owners on our platform. And 90% of them identify as what we call the new majority. Women, people of color, U.S. veterans, the LGBTQ plus community, people with disabilities. Um, and I, I, I will stand on the mountaintop to say this is a profitable customer base. Um, it is a customer base that if given equal access to capital, they tend to outperform other customer bases. So we're very proud of our small business owner community. And um, I can say more about the platform later, but I also would be remiss that Carol and I both had two kids each during this time. And while we were building the product, we moved in together. We shared a babysitter. Um, it was it was a wild time in the early days of bootstrapping and kids and tears. And um, so I'm very fond, Lindsay, of, of what you talk about, because I no matter what your status or where you're at, I feel like women um, have the power and the prowess to get it done. Absolutely. And I, I love that. Thank you for sharing that because I didn't know that about you, about you and Carolyn. I didn't know that at all. And I think yeah. that, that is so amazing. Like, I would love to just ask you about that. Like, how did you guys decide like that, that, that was what you were going to do for your situation? I mean, especially as you're building a company together, you're together all the time. I mean, that's a lot of together. It's a lot of together. So um, Carolyn um, is from Bolivia, but but uh, grew up in Houston. I grew up in Houston, but um, I moved to Northern California, where my husband is from in Sonoma County, which is two hours north of San Francisco. He's an elected official here, and this is home now. And um, so we were not anywhere near each other. Uh, we also got a massive opportunity from Michael Dell to build our technology at a lab in San Francisco called Pivotal Labs. They're one of the best machine learning shops in the world. Neither of us live there. So what we ended up doing is taking this huge risk and Carolyn and her two babies moved in here in Sonoma County with us while her husband held down the fort in Houston. And um, we just had to figure it out. We shared a babysitter financially. We took this bus called the Golden Gate Transit from Sonoma County down to San Francisco every day, $7 each way. Um, and then we'd have to come all the way back at night and, you know, put our babies to bed. And it, it was, I, I, would, I won't shy away of saying it was incredibly hard. It was so hard. But the partnership between the two of us one of the things that we agreed to from day one, that our kids would always be our priority, period. And that we would have each other's backs no matter what, uh, when it came to our children. And I think that ground setting was really important. The second was that we were going to build this business and we were committed to it. And we put ourselves on this sprint timeline to get it built in a year because we didn't want to keep that up. <laughs> So, uh, and we did meet those deadlines. They were tough and maybe we could have done it cleaner if we took longer, but uh, we built it pretty fast. 
Um, so it, you know, it worked, it works. So before we kind of get into the platform, because I do, I want to really explore and have you share with us, like what the platform is all about and how it works. And, you know, I, until really someone goes on your website, I think it's hard to conceptualize just by Mm -hmm. saying what it is that you do. So I do want to get into that, but you talk about building it and building it so fast. So like you had this idea and you had resources to do it through Michael Dell and through the lab that he mm-hmm. connected you guys with. But let's talk about the building process because you can't just build something for free. So nope. so I would love to kind of get into how it is that you made this happen financially sure. um, and how that how that happened. So we did three things, one of which no one should ever do is we maxed out both of our credit cards. Um, to... Thank you for being so honest, though, because... <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you do what you do. That's why we're here. I would not recommend that to others. Uh, Thankfully we made it through, but you know, that is a, a massive way to put yourself at risk. Um, the second thing we did, which I highly recommend, we were very good at paperwork. Uh, we applied for a lot of grants. So, um, a very underutilized resource to new entrepreneurs are, our grants. Every federal uh, department in the U.S. government has to give grants. Um, you have now, especially post-COVID, cities, counties, states who give small business grants. So we got a grant from the SBA, an SBIR grant, non-dilutive capital. We got a grant from the Kauffman Foundation because they promote entrepreneurship. And this was a, a way to enhance entrepreneurship. We got a grant from uh, Melinda Gates, an impact grant. So um, now we applied for probably 75 grants and got four. And that's, I want people to hear that because that is normal. You apply for a lot of things, you don't get it. Um, but when you do, it's amazing because it's non-dilutive capital. Um, the third thing we did is we took out um, a line of credit. We had to personally guarantee it, which can be a little higher risk, but that is also a way and that's very different than credit cards, by the way. A line of credit, you know, is usually lower interest rate. So those are the three things we did to get started. Once we had an MVP, then we were able to go out and we did raise a seed round of capital from angels and a couple of venture groups, some women's funds. So that allowed us to get the initial build. And then we had proof of concept to show out um, when we started raising. And then, of course, revenue comes from, you know, of course, it's hard, but revenue follows. So so that was our get a, getting started track. Um, I kept working um, part time for Dell. Carolyn quit her job because one of us had to be um one of us still had to have an income and the other had to be full-time focused. Um, and then uh, we were very blessed because both my husband and Carolyn's husband had health care, which can be really tough because uh, when you decide to leave. Now, there are better options now under um, Obamacare, Covered California, Covered Texas, and other things where you can buy individual health care. But at the time, that was not the case. Yes. And I and I got so many questions about that when I was when I had my own company. You know, a lot right. of people said to me, Well, but like you're married and you have you probably have health care from your husband, which I right. did. Same thing. So lucky. Right. right. And, you know, and I was having babies and you were too. And so yeah. you, you know you need to be covered. And, you know, and the question for me was always like, Well, how could I start a business if I'm single or right. or whatnot? Right. 
So, right. Yeah. And so now, now they're really like 10 years later, there are options out there. So, um, it usually it's under, it's federally run, but it's under your state. So I highly recommend for people to check that out. Do not go uninsured. If you have to, if that's not an option for you and you have to keep your day job and build slower, you know, I, you know, it is healthcare is too expensive. So, um, you know, and it is, it is, it used to be a significant barrier, but now I do think it's getting easier. So before we kind of get into how Hello Alice works, what's your revenue model? So um, our revenue model, we actually don't monetize off the small business owner. So it's a fully free platform. Uh, We work with enterprise business services um, as well as financial services. And we get a percentage of a product sell or a carry on a loan um, from that enterprise. So, and they work with us because um, whether it's banks or all the way to Google, they're trying to diversify their customer base. And we have an incredibly diverse, far-reaching customer base. We also, because our platform is so large now, can negotiate great discounts. We also push for equitable rates. So our loan center, for example, we have 92 lenders on it now, have to go through a really difficult bill of rights with us to ensure there's nothing predatory, it's equitable. And then with our credit program, which is is ours that we built, uh, we negotiated uh, with uh, MasterCard, just incredible rates for small business owners. So, So that's how we monetize. Hi guys, it's me, Lindsay. What if you could achieve Instagram growth and connection with your ideal target customer and your community in just one hour a day? I'm going to get you to a place to make this happen, taking you from Instagram zero to Instagram hero in less time than it takes you to work out and make your morning coffee run. You've heard me mention my social media for a small business bootcamp, but due to your asking, I'm making a small pivot. You asked and I'm answering. My upcoming class is now called Instagram for Small Business Bootcamp. Instagram for business does not work like Instagram for personal. And we're going to spend six days together setting you up for success on the gram. Plus, as a bonus, you'll get a webinar and workshop from me on how to repurpose all of your Instagram content across other social media platforms. So no worries. I've got you covered. Instagram for small business bootcamp is for middle-aged female founders who don't consider themselves to be tech savvy to help you not only use, but understand how to use Instagram for your business by building a process that will take only an hour a day. A lot of you have reached out to share your own Instagram struggle, whether you're overwhelmed by all the features, can't handle all the technical options, or you just don't know where to start for your business. You're paralyzed. I don't want you to spend another minute stuck in the Instagram closet, embarrassed that you can't figure it out. So let's fix this. I'm going to hold your hand and walk you step-by-step through my signature class, Instagram for Small Business Bootcamp. We'll get you set up properly, run and understanding how to apply Instagram basics for your business growth And we're going to be doing it together. You're also going to walk away from our class, never, ever asking yourself those five words again, what should I post today? You'll learn what to post, where, when, and why. We'll make reels and you'll learn some of my favorite and very easy strategies for growth. Does this sound like something you can get on board with? Early bird registration is live. The link to join us is in the show notes. I hope to see you there. 
I'm like blown away. I'm blown away because like one, it's so smart. It's so needed. And two, blown away that like this exists now because it didn't when, you know, it didn't 13 years ago. And, 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 you know, it couldn't have data and machine learning have gotten more, um, accessible. It's been democratized. I mean, used to, it was so expensive Uh, to build, you know, because we sit on top of a major data warehouse to where a small business owner who's a female and Latina in Chicago, and she runs a bakery, is going to get needs very different counsel than a t-shirt manufacturer who's just back from being deployed, and he's a male in Houston, right? So data allows us to say, what's your location, your stage of growth, your industry, because you need different counsel at that moment. And then also, because we're an equitable platform, we ask your gender, your ethnicity, do you have a disability? Because we can also mine opportunities based on your unique demographic. So something I'd like to ask you, because obviously you didn't, you can't monetize something like this right off the bat. Right. And, and, and I, and I really want to point that out because you did very similarly to kind of what I did, you built a community and a customer base before you were able to monetize. And I do think that there are a lot of entrepreneurs out there that, that just get so um, impatient and like, they can't wait, you know, and like, like, and I'm going to give you, for example, like I, I was invited to a dinner for female business, for early stage female business owners this week in Chicago. And do you want to know how much they wanted for the dinner? Huh. $500. Oh, Lord Jesus. I mean, it's yeah. dinner. I was like, are you serving me on a gold plate with a gold <laughs> bar? And like, do I get a diamond bracelet to go home? Like, but like, d- just d- such a do disconnect. My laundry? Yeah. Right? Like, just a really big disconnect because yeah. how can you say that you're supporting early stage founders and right. ask them for that kind of money? So I'd love for you to kind of explain how that worked and how did you get small business owners to buy into you and to trust you in the early days so that you could build this customer database that later could be monetized? Yeah, I'm reading a book right now that I highly recommend to everyone called Good to Great. And it's just about very large companies, but there's so much learning in there for new founders. And most of the companies that they consider this level five great companies play the long game. It takes time and they're not flash in the pan. You don't see like massive hockey stick revenue. It's like a consistent slow growth. And so platforms and particularly data integrated platforms take time. And, you know, the, the, the people that I think are at fault the most are investors on pushing early fast revenue. And um now look, there you definitely want to be aggressive about growth, but that doesn't mean aggressive about revenue, right? I actually think those are two different things. And so for us, that's one of the reasons we had to raise capital and not everyone should is we knew it would take time to get a critical mass on the platform that we could then introduce products to, right? I mean, it just takes time. And the companies that I've seen stick around, particularly through COVID and other economic dips, are the ones who are really playing that long game. And so now, now what does that mean? It means sacrificing very small salaries in the early days. It means maybe your founders aren't getting paid for a while. It means you have to be very transparent with your investors of like, this is my three, five, six-year target. 
Um, so it means being incredibly conservative with your cash, right? So it, it takes time. Um, your question about trust, I want to answer because um, particularly Carolyn's very passionate about trust. We worked really hard to always mine opportunities. We still do for our small business owners, even when we didn't have any to offer. So what that means is go go grab like here's okay Lindsay's has a this incredible accelerator it might be competitive to ours but you've got to go try it it's awesome um go apply for these grants um go over to you know yes we have tax press stuff but quickbooks is having a discount right now so a lot of people push back on us that we were moving people off our platforms instead of keeping them in but we built a lot of trust in the early days that we would only point to products, services, and opportunities that we felt like were viable for your business. So what that meant was, even though we were you know, moving people, clicking them out of our website, they were coming back over and over. And our, new, our newsletter still has like 47% open rates. It's incredibly high. And because the goal is even if we don't have an opportunity, we're going to make sure you have one and then it will be trusted. And then we have this whole layer of equity, particularly for women and people of color. So, you know, we're always advocating for, for our community. We're fighting for them. We go to Congress a lot. We do impact reports that don't generate revenue, but we think they're critical. We're in the news a lot about, you know, waving the flag. We stay in our lane of business but, you know, small business for women or people of color or U.S. veterans or when, you know, four years ago, we launched a whole um, focus on the LGBTQ plus community. And um, so uh, the last thing I'll just say really quickly is partners. Uh, we are not the experts on we are the experts in business, but on, not on the demographic so we have an incredible partnership with the NAACP. 61% of our community identifies Black or African-American. That is not my expertise. I know how to run a business, but what those founders are going through personally, we really count on our partners or the U.S. Hispanic Chamber or Bunker Labs for Veterans. So that's the other thing is trusted voice sometimes is not always your own, but but ensuring it's threaded through your products and services and your company I think is quite important. Today's episode is brought to you by Hivecast, an amazing agency providing high-quality podcast production made simple and affordable. I hit the jackpot when I came across Hivecast as I pieced together services from contractors all over the web initially to help me with my podcast. Hivecast was everything that I needed all in one place. For just $500 per month, they not only produce and edit four episodes, but they also create the marketing assets. Emma, my account manager, is amazing, making sure that I'm on task and that we can schedule episodes regularly and by my deadlines. Honestly, the time saved working with Hivecast is worth at least triple what I'm paying. Their sister company, Fireside, offers other marketing services for small businesses, including social media management, Facebook and Instagram ads, search engine marketing, and so much more. Again, all at a rate palatable by a small business owner. The best part, there's no contract. You can purchase their services as needed on a monthly basis. Use the code FOUNDHER and save 50% off your first month of services. Give them a try. The decision to outsource this part of my business has surely saved me a ton in the long run, and it was the best decision I've made for my business. 
anyone who's listening to to this who knows me and has been here for a while probably can guess what I'm going to say. But the way that you just described your business is really how I built Bump Club. I mean, Mm -hmm. I would not take money from products that I myself wouldn't use for my child because I was the face of the company. And very similarly, I always stood there and said, I am not an expert just because I have the letters M-O-M after my name. That doesn't mean that I can tell you how to breastfeed. So we're going to bring the experts in to teach you how to do these things. Lord, breastfeeding. That was the hardest thing I've ever done. But anyways, moving on. The worst. But I just, I love everything that you stand for and everything and the foundation that you've built for your business, because to the point that we were just making, it is, it is a long game, but it's the trust. And then the authority that you right. built. I mean, you were just saying like, and we're in the press and we do, you know, we do these studies and we do this and we do that. And all of that together is what keeps more people coming back and more people telling other people to come to you. And that right. in turn just grows your customer base. Right. 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 I, I completely agree with that. Um, and then the power in referral is nuts. Nuts. <laughs> I mean, if if you really foster a trusted community, they are going to be your number one advertiser. I mean, um, we've, we are beyond I, blessed with our community bringing other people in. And they're I very literally honest. just gave a talk on this yesterday. I gave oh, a no keynote kidding. about this yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> about well, tapping you into know, your community. And, and trust goes both ways, right? Yes, it like does. We're, we've screwed up a lot. We've had products that people came back and said weren't good. We've had, you know, when you step on on issues, you can step on it, you know, and our community comes right back at us too. And they're very honest back of how we can improve or mistakes we've made and, you know, Carolyn and I feel very strongly that you take take that on the chin and you iterate and you, you know, you're transparent, right? Um, so it's it goes both ways. Absolutely. So let's get into Hello Alice. Like yes. I want you to tell us like just how how it works from a user experience, like what can a user expect? Maybe just walk us through kind of what the platform is and what small business, small, small and mid-sized business owners can expect from you guys. Sure. You know, I the think of us as your modern day banker. We our number one job is to give you equitable access to capital, um, and to be transparent with you on what type of capital you need in the life cycle of your business. Um, we will be the first to tell you you shouldn't be applying for something right now. We need to strengthen your cash flow or your credit or whatever that is. But the the thing that we do best is make sure you have equitable access to grants, loans, and credit. Those are our th- three. We we are not in the venture space. We really focus on small and medium. And um, within that is your financial health, which is a big topic in the news right now. So how are you managing your cash flow? How are you diversifying your cash flow? So we provide a lot of education and technical assistance uh, that is all free, um, how-to guides, and small business owners are so time poor that we try to put it in a format for you in that moment. So some people want to go through a full course on something. Some people want to do a mentorship circle where they'll um, go through something with 30 other founders. Other folks um, are the baby's gone to bed. I'm going to, you know, go through something learning all night. So we make sure that each of these guides or milestones are, are in a way that you can accomplish them on your time. And then through that process, we might encourage you, hey, 
you might really think of a line of credit right now. Here's here's equitable lenders who we trust. Or I have you, are you using operational credit, credit cards in your business? So you're earning money every time you spend. So that is really our number one focus. Um, the heart of Hello Alice is the community. So um, accidental, this is uh, with not our original intent, but of the million plus small business owners, there's a lot of connective tissue between small business owners. So we have the largest military spouse community. We have the largest black owned business center. These are all self-created communities of founders. So I encourage folks to really come out of isolation and really talk to each other, get each other's advice, um, talk about your products. Um, and then finally, um, we, I, I feel very strongly about our dedicated newsletters to you. So when you go in on Hello Wallace, I encourage everyone to fill out your full profile. Because when you tell us, as I said earlier, your industry, your stage of growth, um, your ethnicity, your gender, everything about you, we are mining opportunities weekly that are specific to you and your business. And so um, that's my favorite part of what we do. Um, I just think every week we need something different. We have new challenges that are coming out. Everyone's nervous about their banks right now. So we're doing a lot of education around that. Um, but what you might need as a brand new founder is very different than someone who's been in business for 10 years. So fill out your whole profile um, and it allows us, and we don't sell personal data, by the way, um, much to the chagrin of many investors. Uh, we made that decision early on because we are asking not just business, but about you personally. So we never share that. I just want to stress that. So um, the more we know about you, the more we can give you tailored advice and counsel. I, I mean, I'm going in today to approach. No, Good. I mean, this is, it's like amazing. I mean, what you've built is amazing. I am, my mind is racing because like I said, like just so much of what you're doing for founders is really what I did for moms. And that, you know, I mean, it's, it's really um, just so awesome and so needed as you know. So how do you, other than word of mouth, how do you get the word out about what it is that you're doing? Because you don't have like a physical product. I mean, you know, I mean, you're, you are more of a connector and a service-based business. So, you know, it is very important, obviously the whole word of mouth piece, but what else do you do to get the word out? Um, you know, we, our partners are amazing mouthpieces as well. So I talked earlier about our, our small business owners. We call them owners instead of users. Their referral is our number one, but our partners, um, we really try and promote what they do and they are wonderful about promoting what we do. So U.S. Hispanic Chamber, there are big conferences coming up. We make sure everyone knows about it. We promote the heck out of it. They are promoting a new grants program that we have going, right? Um, corporate. So MasterCard is a, a huge partner of ours, not just with our credit program, but with other things we do. We we actually help them run Strivers, which is for Black-owned businesses that are funded mostly through credit. Uh, but they are then offering, you know, our credit solutions. So we do a lot of partner marketing. Um, Carolyn and I and our whole leadership team, and frankly, all our, our Hello Alice employees, we look at as leaders in the community. So when they use their voice uh, on an issue they care about, that's another area. We have not stepped into paid marketing yet as a company, believe it or not. We, we need to. It is time. Uh, so we're starting to broach that uh, and learn from it. And um, we'll, we'll be stepping into that second half of the year. 
It's funny that you say that because I referred to the talk that I gave yesterday and the talk was how to build a seven-figure community on a shoestring because I too did not do anything with paid marketing at all ever. Right. I mean, after the acquisition, they did, I guess, maybe a little, but you know, yeah. very similarly, everything was grassroots, partnerships, word of mouth. And, and of course, to the point we were making earlier, that does take time, yes. but those are really the most effective ways to grow a trusting community Absolutely. and a trusted community that's going to eventually transact with you. Absolutely. Very true. I think so. I mean, we, I, mean, I think so too. We've, um, I mean, we're considered the fastest growing small business community and, um, you know, we've put all the majority of our funding into the product, into engineering, data science, data warehousing, a lot of cybersecurity. And I think that was the right move versus paid marketing. Again, I am, we are looking at that now as an option, but I think putting all the money into what our customers are touching and seeing primarily has, has benefited us. Other than paid marketing, like what else does the future hold for Hello Alice? I mean, I'm sure a lot, and I'm sure there's things you can't say, so I will say that. Well, but. we we have a big product launch coming out that I'm super excited about, um, and it's um, it's a business health score. So think of a modern day Credit Karma for small business, to where we are literally um, taking in information about your business and scoring your business financial health. And awesome. with that score, though, we are very fast pointing to solutions to strengthen that score. And so and we're going to encourage every 90 days for our owners to come back and take the score again. And the whole notion there is, uh, you know, we tend to base our business off just our credit score, when in fact, there are a myriad of factors that go into your business and financial health. I keep talking about cash flow, for example. Um, and so cash flow costs your PL. So I'm really excited about the score. Also, I, I always go back to how busy and time poor founders are. It's fast. Um, and then again, it's solutions based. So it's not like, oh, you got a 70, you suck. Bye. Uh, it's you got a 70, here's how to get to an 80 and then a hundred. So um, I'm really excited about this product launch. Um, it's going to come out in the coming weeks. I think it's going to be a game changer. Our hope too is that different networks will use it. And again, we always go back to the heart and soul of small business. We really want to lower that 51% fail rate, you know, national stat for small business owners. And we think this is a big way to do it. It's awesome. So I'm going to wrap up with my last question that I ask everyone. And that's what are, and you probably have way more than three, but what are three actionable steps that a new founder can take right Ooh, now? I love that. Um, I'll, I'll go. The number one is know your, know your numbers from the day you start and numbers mean cash flow, your, your data, um, your costs, your customer acquisition, um, every week, be disciplined for one hour and dig into your numbers. It will behoove you over the long term. The second is um, surround yourself with the most talented people you can. And even if you're pre-hiring, that means advisors. It means talk to your customers. Uh, and then when you do start hiring folks, never relinquish that to someone else. You as a founder should hire everybody. So how talented are the circle around you? 
The third is self-care. Um, I feel very strongly that entrepreneurs tend to be very fast driving, accomplished people, and we tend to leave ourselves out. Um, that you cannot run a business over the long term if you're exhausted all the time. Yes, there are sprints. Our early days were brutal. We had small kids, but it's not sustainable. So as you can take care of yourself, you will be a better leader. So your numbers, um, your talent and your, your self-care. Elizabeth Gore, co-founder and president of Hello Alice. Thank you so much for being here and for sharing your story. And I am so excited to direct everyone to your platform because everyone should be signing up right now. Oh, Lindsay, thank you. It was a pleasure. And um, I can't wait to continue to follow you and keep learning from you and your guests. As you can see, when we lift up small business owners and support their growth, the entire economy benefits. I hope that you found today's episode with Elizabeth Gore, co-founder of Hello Alice, inspiring and also helpful. And I hope that you realize what an, a huge resource Hello Alice can be and should be for you and your small business. Any small business owner should absolutely be visiting www.helloalice.com to find support with financial literacy, funding, growth, and more. Larger businesses and financial institutions should also reach out to them to partner on solutions that benefit both small and medium businesses and themselves. So there are so many takeaways from today's conversation with Elizabeth. As always, I will be sending out a full recap to my email list. So please make sure you subscribe to my newsletter, which is linked in the show notes. But for now, I want to share with you my top five takeaways from today's conversation. Number one, apply for grants. These are an underutilized resource for entrepreneurs. There are many out there. And while it absolutely takes paperwork, it absolutely will pay off. Number two, the power of a referral is nuts, especially if you foster a trusted relationship with your community. They are going to be your number one advertiser. Number three, Partners are incredible mouthpieces for your businesses. You want to make sure that you promote what they do and that they will promote what you do as well. Partner marketing is a huge source of growth. Number four, know your numbers from the day you start, your cash flow, your data, your costs, your customer acquisition. Be disciplined every week to dig into your numbers for at least an hour. Number five, self-care. You cannot run a business over the long term if you're exhausted all the time. It's not sustainable. As you take care of yourself, you will be a better leader. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Thank you, Elizabeth Gore, for being here and for sharing all of your knowledge and wisdom and your journey with all of us. And for everyone out there who is listening, please make sure that you subscribe to Dear Founder wherever you podcast and stay tuned for another episode coming your way every Tuesday and Thursday.